The adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old and an eight-year-old. So how hard is it to finish anything when you have kids, Jeff? Oh, my God. <laughs> the best answer... When no, is just it? Just quick. The best <laughs> answer... I'll interrupt you, because the best, the best way you answer is when you don't... You say it best, and you say nothing at all. But when yeah. when your your first response is just a sigh, it kind of tells me everything <laughs> I need to know. Like how hard to do this? Oh, uh, let me test this. There's a list. Do you want all the list? I don't know. I ask this because this is a bit of a personal plug. Uh, but for all the gaming dads listening, I need some help. So I have, despite being a father of two, written a book. How this came to be is a little bit funny because, firstly, it's crazy to try to do this as a dad of two like young sons. It's every waking hour, you know, you're up with them or you're working, you get to the end of the day, you're exhausted. So finding the time to do this was awful. But the best part is like, <laughs> it took it took me a year to write this, like just piece by piece, little by little. And the best part is nobody knew about it. I kept this entirely a secret, even from my wife. Wow. I sprung this on my wife yesterday that I'd written a book. <laughs> She's scrolling through it. Thank God the dedications to her. But the, <laughs> but the reason was, is that when I started it, I knew how hard it was going to be. Right. There's a lot of work. I get very busy. I get very tired. I got kids, like all these responsibilities. It could, it's going to take a while to do this. And I didn't want to have friends and family know about it. I didn't want to make this a like, grand announcement. Like I am writing a book and then I fail just because like, you know, dad life overwhelms me or I just don't get it finished or it takes like three years and now in every argument, people are like, oh, where's your book? Like, what's, How's that book coming there, big guy? Hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it kept it entirely a secret, which just like, it killed me on the inside because I so badly want to talk about it. But so one of the things that struck me upon finishing this book, and I'm going to have it published and it's going to be live. I'll have a couple like physical copies that I'll purchase just to have around mm-hmm. is that my sons will be able to read this. Oh, like, yeah. Like it's something that I can pass down to them. So, you know, as we get older, like our parents grow older and you kind of start to wonder who was the man that raised me, like who was my father. And particularly with this book, because of it's so so much of it is about the career, about, you know, how to better utilize your opportunities and your network and how to, you know, approach things to best suit yourself and kind of get you where you want to get to. Like that that's that's wisdom I'd kind of want to pass on to them anyways. So the thought that I can encapsulate it into a book and it, it can exist for them forever. They can have a copy of my voice forever now that's yeah. in the world. It's like so that 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 on, part of it honestly was really enticing for me to get this finished and get this published. Yeah, it sounds like a good goal to I mean mm-hmm. work towards and now that it's becoming a reality, that's really your kids are gonna be pushing this book at school recess to be like you know what my dad wrote a book he's a published author i'm gonna hit get him in take your dad to work day it's like oh i get a notification oh look my son reviewed my book <laughs> one star you are grounded <laughs> no, he how wants dare more, you he wants more screen time he knows how to manipulate yeah. he'd be like five stars he creates a new account every week based on how i perform and i've done if i've done good let him play games it's a five star and if it's bad he just keeps one star bombing me. That's right. So it's finished. I'm incredibly proud of it. Uh, and the release is coming up soon. What uh, The call to help, like calling all dads, 
is what I'm looking for is I really need book reviews when it launches. I'll be launching it at the end of April. We're recording this uh, just the beginning of April. And when it does launch, I'm just looking for reviews. Uh, they get on Amazon to try to get some traction. Uh, I can get a free copy of the book and have a whole way to get the you uh, in for a review. Uh, so I can send you a copy of the book for free. You can read it. If, <laughs> I'd like people to be honest because if it's like hot garbage and you hate it, I don't want you to <laughs> lie for me. So I'm hoping that there's, but I stand by it. I'm very proud of it. So if anybody listening would help us out, I'd really appreciate you reaching out to us. And you can just find, you can do it through the New Dad uh, DM or just some other message. So at New Dad Gaming or NewDadGaming.com. I would really appreciate it. Uh, it helped me out a huge amount uh, as I said, I'm incredibly proud of this work. Like it, it was a real work of passion. Uh, I should mention what the book's about. So it's. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, typical like... Trevor fashion. Like he's on a side quest here. We're not sure <laughs> what we have to get. <laughs> so well, what's the, the context? Yeah. So it's about uh, dragons and a dragon queen. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> I'm finishing R.R. Jo- R. Martin's work. Yeah, that's right. The book is called An Ugly Design Career, The Uncommon Guide to Becoming an Always-in-Demand Designer for Apps, Websites, and UI. It's targeted for designers in the tech space, but it really could apply to content creators or anyone in creative fields. I've had a very fortunate career, Uh, some great opportunities, worked with some really great people, and I attribute a lot of that to how I approach things, and it felt quite different from how many designers are taught to approach their career. You know, in many ways I had opportunities to work with and manage teams of designers. And this in some ways is the book that I wish they had read to benefit the company and themselves. So rather than having to constantly maintain a fresh portfolio or a very large, impressive resume or constantly networking with other designers in the space, it's getting into every opportunity and providing as much value as possible, finding some fairly intuitive steps and ideas. And next thing you know, I think most anybody can create a career that transcends some of the struggle that I think a lot of UI designers may find themselves in. If you guys can help at all with a review, I would be eternally grateful. So that's at NewDadGaming or NewDadGaming.com. Jeff, can I count on a review? Absolutely. I hope there's some dad jokes in there because that'll yeah. be my headline. <laughs> there's like that right? would be the that no, that's the new dad gaming podcast book. Okay. The new dad right. gaming podcast book of dad jokes. <laughs> Just, <laughs> a toilet the perfect toilet reader for some sensible chuckles. Yeah, that's right. No, again, that's uh, that's awesome of you. Again, I only I found out, so you kept it a secret from me, which you know, as part of this podcast, it was. I'm telling you, like, but the struggles I was going through, like, there was a there was like months where I made no progress on it because I was just so beaten down, right, <laughs> with life and COVID and being a dad. So like, it was like burning me up inside. Like I've so badly, like you know me, like we share a lot. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot that I kept up secret, so it was next to impossible. No, yeah, it's uh, again great to uh, see that through. I I will say that at least you're one step ahead of George Martin, who just yes. doesn't finish his <laughs> books of Game of Thrones and decides to write a video game instead. <laughs> and what video game is that? Pray tell, Jeff. <laughs> oh, that is Elden Ring. So <laughs> George Martin was brought in. And you're like, hey, I can write the lore for this, and you know George Martin mm. tends to know do a lot of world building and stuff so he just took a break from game of thrones he's like you know what that series is not successful <laughs> this was not going anywhere they, they got it i gotta start something new 
Um, but no, this is the latest with Miyazaki, the creator of Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all that stuff. So I have always talked about this game. I'm pretty sure you knew I was going to buy this game. Oh, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a if, it was a when. And would yeah. you Could you hold off until there was a sale? No. So because you... <laughs> It was it was the surprise of the year. I think it was was it last year or the year before that you dipped into Dark Souls and I couldn't I believe that you liked it. I it was last it was two years ago. Yeah. So when the PS5 launched, I got mm. Demon Souls and that really set the fire and then I dipped, went into Dark Souls and then Dark Souls three. Skip the second one because everyone says that's terrible. So mm. I am in this I am in this world. So yeah, it has been it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. so, so what's it like? So, I mean, so you, you've had success with Dark Souls games. You're, I, don't, I don't want to call you good at them, but, I mean, you've Not beaten good. them. So yeah, you're in it. You're in that world. You step into Elden Ring. We've heard huge amounts of buzz, internet yeah. buzz about it. Like, what's it like to be in this thing? This is scary. Think of it. <laughs> <laughs> From a difficulty standpoint or a this, visual? Just think of, okay, so like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, it's like corridors, right? You're like, oh God, what's going to kill me around the next mm-hmm. corner? I got to be careful. Now take away the corridor and make it open world like Zelda. I know mm-hmm. people don't like that reference, but like it's all open world. Anything bad can happen to you at any one time. And mm-hmm. usually it does. <laughs> so and it does a lot. Yeah. No. So this is just something that you definitely don't want to come down from like a hard day's work and then just like have a relaxing game. This this has tension in it. Mm-hmm. And there is, you know, a whole bunch of stuff online that you can look at. But I like going into these a little bit fresh. I like those surprises. I like I don't like the grind necessarily, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is this one is touted as almost the easiest of all the Dark Souls games, just the way it's built. There's lots of help. There's lots of online connectivity to help with other players and stuff. But again, this was just spurred on something that happened last year where my son got a laptop mm-hmm. and we went in for a rebate and those system rebates mm-hmm. take forever to come. And mm-hmm. three months, four months pass. I check on it. Oh, it should be here. I get it in the mail, and it's in credit card form. And oh, the credit boy. card form is like, hey, it's got an expiration date of two months, and every month you bleed five bucks. So, what? Yeah. That's and terrible. I know. And I'm pretty sure it's probably illegal in Canada. I'm not sure. <laughs> but Pretty sketch. Right? I'm not going to take them a quarter or anything. I'd rather just buy Elden Ring and <laughs> mm-hmm. live through those terrors there. So I, I I am jumping into this world, coming from another open world, so I might be all open world out by the time I'm mm. done this one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how far, in, like, do you have a, well, I guess two questions. So the, what was most amazing to me was how deep into Dark Souls your sons got last time, where yeah. they're drawing maps, they're drawing how-to guides, like they were finding all the information for you. That's amazing. Are they back in it with this one? And then the second question is, <laughs> Will you finish it? <laughs> it seems big and it seems difficult. So are your sons in it and will you finish it? Um, yeah. So the first part, the kids are definitely into it. They help me create a character. Uh, <laughs> looking totally normal? Looking somewhat normal. Maybe not. Um, I'll tweet out a picture of it Please. when I take a screenshot. So they are into me dying in this world, as they say. <laughs> they want to see dad die in this world. <laughs> And just become frustrated. So they're on board. They love that Dark Hold Souls on. experience. They're, they're reveling in your... Oh, yeah. ...being upset? Like, that's terrible. all this pressure. So not only do you want to beat the game and not die, but it's also like you don't want to give 
well, it's not so much give your kids satisfaction, but you don't want to like incur their wrath and laughter and mockery <laughs> when you die. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, just think from their perspective, though. Like you know, as a parent, like you're their rock, right? Like you you show emotion and stuff, but like you're there to support them, and then mm-hmm. for them to see you get overly frustrated, kind of like you're fixing a sink and you don't know how to do it. And you're like, this isn't working, right? So they are all on board for that. So I have made it part of my journey to allow them to make fun of me because it's hilarious (laughs) that way. Honestly, if you take these games too seriously, you'll just, you'll never finish them. So, and well, second part, open worlds are very hard to finish Hmm. uh, as a gaming dad. I'm near done Horizon Forbidden West just because it, can be a little bit like you you can do a mainline quest and it can mm-hmm. show you where to go this does not this this has a map but it does not show you where to go wow so i'll report back in maybe 12 months maybe at your next book we'll <laughs> yeah. circle back <laughs> which we each have our hills to cl- mountains to climb and i write That's books right. and you beat Elden ring game and dark yeah, souls may- games <laughs> i will write a gaming dad book based on this experience sweet. and then we can have a book launch together so. <laughs> that would be very good yeah all right keep dads posted i'm curious to hear if any other gaming dads out there have dipped their toes in i think we've seen a few i, I think yeah. there's been a couple streaming dads that we follow that have kind of got into it although they tend to be fairly <laughs> good strong <laughs> yeah. strong gaming dads we'd have to see but um any experiences like that are there other gaming dads who have experienced it any tips for jeff on how to please, <laughs> please he says please yeah Reach out to us, newdadgaming.com, at newdadgaming. Now, how are you going to feel if this game is a launch title for PlayStation's streaming service, Project Spartacus, forthcoming? I will be so angry if (laughs) this is on the rumored new streaming service that's coming this week, I guess, when this episode launches. So, Yeah, the... Man, what are your thoughts on this? So, like that, I I really want to get into your head about it. Um, I have some thoughts because I'm already on Game Pass and I adore it. So I'm in the gaming streaming world and I love it. Would I go for a second one? But I'll get to that. You guys have in your household, and correct me if I'm wrong. You've started to play with game streaming. You got the Xbox Game Pass. Didn't go super well, right? But now this PlayStation one's on the horizon. Is it like oh? It's not so much the game streaming that's a problem; it's the service that's a problem, and PlayStation would solve it. Like, what? Where's uh, your household sitting on this potential? So, it, yeah, it kind of depends on <clears throat> what this ends up to be. If this gives me my back catalog that is very hard to pull out an old console and play stuff, mm-hmm. that might be a little bit interesting from the start. I always kind of caution myself, like, oh, I remember those games way better. <laughs> than when you actually go into them, right? So that might be a little bit weird. Uh, with our experience with Game Pass, coming over to something with PlayStation, depending on like if they put day one launches of their own exclusives, that could sell me. Mm-hmm. Knowing that those games are always there. What I don't like about these licensing or subscription-based mm-hmm. systems is that games leave. And I think that puts a timer on me. And if it's like Elden Ring, where they're like, hey, you got three months to finish this. Otherwise, it's leaving our service. There's no way I could do that. Yeah. It hasn't been as big. Like, I approach it differently. Like, I just love the sampling of it. I've I've really started to get into, especially with the boys, uh, the the actual streaming part of it. Uh, because when, I, when it first came about, it was a little bit rough. It's really improved this last year. Oh, yeah? Um, 
so much so that they've been able to stream a bunch of games. They were doing a totally accurate um, battle simulator. They were streaming Slime Rancher recently, which ended up being oh, a huge a hit. Yeah. So not only am I have this plethora of games to sample and download and just try whatever I want, like I'm, I don't even have to download like a big batch of them. Like the streaming is starting to get so good. So it's kind of opened up possibilities for where I could do it. And obviously, I mean, on the show, we know that I bought the backbone, the yeah. mobile peripheral that allows me to stream from anywhere, which has been fantastic for getting through some of these games while uh, kind of having better proximity and comfort with my wife. So yeah, the beyond, like, does not, none of that kind of entice you to maybe get into it and it's if it's a playstation if it does have some of the playstation first party like day one launches seems like a no-brainer is it really just for you is it still a wait and see are you still cautious uh i will probably be a wait and see Hmm. and sony owns quite a bit of stuff that they haven't really put out yet so if they rolled in a whole bunch of stuff into ps plus on whatever this system on whatever this launch is Mm -hmm. Um, maybe there's a tiered system. It'd be nice to get a family subscription. Um, yes. If it's streaming that way, that would make me more interested because mm. then I have enough controllers in this house that we can all stream the different mm. games at different times to different devices, which would be great. That would be awesome. I don't know how that would work in a mm. system like Sony that, you know, they want one account online and then you have to yeah. pay for your next account. But that would be a cool thing if they could offer that. Or at least, you know, you pay a little bit extra and you get, know three consoles or, or like three accounts and you mm. can stream to anywhere that would be interesting i i could go for that i mean sony's always listening to this show so maybe they're gonna <laughs> they slide that into their powerpoint this week i don't know <laughs> oh they all are the uh i'm curious i would honestly be interested in it so the other thing i've been thinking about with the launch of it if it's not astronomically expensive mm-hmm. is i really do miss some of the playstation titles i never got to finish the original horizon right you switched over, that's why, right? Yeah. You sold all your stuff. I know. <laughs> I abandoned sh- I abandoned <laughs> ships so hard. So never got to finish that one. Uh, any of the place, if, if it comes out with a bunch of those PlayStation titles, so Uncharted, Horizon, um, I'm struggling to think of another one that started well, and didn't you finish. You God of War in there. God of War. Jeez, God yeah. of War. Like yeah. uh, Final Fantasy. Like if the Final Fantasy reboots like make their, its way onto it. Like it just for me, it becomes a no-brainer. It's like, all right, this I'm paying this access to get these titles because I'm probably not going to get PS5 for quite a while at this stage, mm-hmm. but I can stream it and I love it. So that it, it for me, it'd be kind of like having we have Netflix and we have Disney, right? Because combined, it's a great plethora of like media options, and it just seems like all right, I'm expanding my gaming ability now that I'll never well. I have a hard time believing I'll ever have a PS5. Yeah. For a multitude of reasons. It's like I could still dip into the best that Sony has to offer. So we might come a two streaming household. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too that they're launching, well, again, supposedly mm-hmm. launching this late in the game. I mean, I'm mm. not saying that they're not ready, but COVID hit and these streaming services, that was prime time for yeah. people to pick up those accounts. So I guess they weren't ready now and maybe they're trying to push it out or you know it's sony they act on their own time i don't know but if they're trying to push it out because COVID's lifting and people are starting to go back to work starting mm-hmm. to get out again it's just like what's the uptake on that and did they miss the boat a little bit 
and they really yeah. need to sweeten the pot to bring people in. That could be interesting to see too, right? Like yeah. fold in a bunch of stuff and they own, I know this is like not gaming related, but they own all the anime streaming services now. So if they've rolled that into it, mm-hmm. that might entice me a little bit okay. just because my kids and I watch uh, some anime. So mm-hmm. if that's in there, you know, that's, that's a little right. better. That's better. That's better. <laughs> so, but just picture this. It, it launches. It's got Crunchyroll, some other VR stuff. Yeah. Or, not VR stuff. Sorry. Uh, anime has got some other uh, content streaming stuff. And it comes with Forbidden West. Horizon Zero. <laughs> Horizon Zero Forbidden West. Day one launch with Spartacus. That would be amazing. For That's a something. Lot of, that would. A guy like me, right? Like I'm staring at it. It's like I chose the other team. I'm sorry. But you're telling me I could pay this monthly and I could just stream it to like my Mac or like to my phone? Man, I don't know. That would be good. That would be good. So I, I, my bold prediction is that that's, man, can I say it? Because it's, (laughs) it it is so intense. That game is so intensive as far as its graphic requirements. Yeah. And as a day one launch after like it. It'd be the test of the system or like their streaming system, right? That would be the game to do it. But it'd be such a huge, it, I mean, it's, it had its launch. It's, I think it's kind of peaked. It's going to sell kind of as much as it's going to sell. In, in a sense, like it's it's gone, it's it's risen as high up on the charts as it's going to, yeah. But it's still in the the zeitgeist, so it kind of feels like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's big enough that a lot of people missed it because a lot of people don't have PS fives. Yeah, but, but you not know what? so big. It's not like a day one. No, that's true. And it like, I mean, second, maybe the backup story is they just launched with Grand Theft Auto Five again. And oh my god! Just like you can, I, you can one, have it. My joke wanted to be like. It launching with Uncharted Three, <laughs> just <laughs> like all right, just like, like all right, that's enough. You just want this game out the door. I get it. You did worse. All right, fine. Or you can stream the Uncharted movie when you touch God. You could rent the Uncharted movie yeah. for six ninety nine. <laughs> for stuff, just, yeah. But no, if, if they have backlog stuff, if they have the older things, my nostalgia strings will. Mm. I don't know. No. We'll see. Now you know a game that's it's not it's not going to have day What's one. That? Dear friend, I do not think it's going to have Tunic. <laughs> no, it will not. <laughs> that was a great get for Xbox Game Stream. Tunic, an isometric, super cutesy but mechanically dense game. Yeah. Uh, the reviews of it have just been. I, I almost expected it to be great, but people's like the meatiness of it and how thoroughly people have read enjoyed it and also lauded it as a complete well-rounded excellent thought out mechanically challenging like people seem to just adore it like yeah. so which i'm so happy about when something like this gets teased and it's like this looks so cutesy and interesting and different oh it's actually amazing like yeah great. <laughs> that's a win <clears throat> yeah no this is one of those games that again was on game pass and my son is going to run out of game pass and if he stops minecraft you know the world's going to end yeah. So I told him to download this one so that we could try it out. And my God, it's just so adorable mm. and also brutal at the same time. Like it does not, it, it is, again, I don't like to say everything's Zelda, but it is as hard as Zelda was like mm. a link to the past. Right. So it can be difficult at times, um, especially if you don't know what you're getting yourself into. But this was one of those games where I kind of read some reviews, didn't mm. really see anything video on it. Cause I wanted to go in fresh and then I had my son download it and boot it up for the first time. So he's mm-hmm. getting into this game first. 
Oh, no. I haven't had any chance to. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God, the whole thing opens with like this hub world and he's trying to get into like some waterfall area and not go to the rooms where it's going to teach you how to attack and jump and do all the you know (laughs) techniques that you need to know son please he's trying to get in there i'm like okay my turn my turn let me go (laughs) play i really can't watch you do that and after about you know five ten minutes of him trying to get in this waterfall he actually discovers a secret where it's like this treasure chest and i'm like okay well i don't want you rewarded for that like Son, you don't know what you're doing. You spent, oh, it's a secret. Oh, uh, yeah, probably the only one that found it. <laughs> yeah. um, Platinum no, trophy. <laughs> yeah, it's an adorable game. There's little things that when it does teach you the techniques, when we dig into that part, mm-hmm. it comes at like old, there's these graphics that look like old Super Nintendo instruction booklets. Oh, nice. And it's done in that design. And like you flip it over and you learn all these, you know, cool action moves and stuff. And it's just so fun to be in and the soundtrack is nice and this is only like the again like the first little world Hmm. so i'm looking forward to like exploring more maybe when he goes to bed and i can play on his laptop and kind of get good ahead you're grounded son go to bed (laughs) (laughs) that's it you're going outside play with your friends outside you should ask your son what those graphics mean to him because the uh, the crossover between people who actually grew up with snes and that would like recognize it true like so it's funny that it's these kind of old school gamer callouts to a ge- generations that have no concept of it yeah you know what i mean it's like the fact that our sons will grow up knowing that a floppy disk is a save icon right but it's only a save I- it's like oh that's the save icon do you know what right. it is there's it's a save else. icon <laughs> exactly. it's, it's a weird looking thing <laughs> yeah right there's no reference to it and you wonder sometimes with these as we keep going forward, like they keep calling back things that people are not going to, they'll like it because it's an interest. It's still a good visual, but there's no yeah. reference point. Like the reference point will be dying out soon. I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I know it's like us as, you know, gamers becoming developers and then making a game that we would like to play mm-hmm. and trying to reach that broader audience. And then someone like my kid is like, I love that waterfall. There's always secrets behind waterfalls. So I'm going to go there, you know, <laughs> okay at least they've reached him that way and my mm-hmm. other son my younger one wanted this to be a red panda if they made it a red mm. panda instead of like a red fox he would have been all all on board but i'm on board because it looks adorable and i can't play it any other way unless i go on my computer and mm-hmm. try and get it but i do not have the spe- specs for this thing <laughs> so i will use my son's computer steal it from your son that's yeah. right why not yeah right the Red Panda DLC coming soon. I'm <laughs> sure we can mod it. Come on. <laughs> oh, also that true. That is very true. That would be a yeah. definite mod for sure. Now the so you kind of enforced this game upon your son. Yep. Now a similar situation where I'm gonna be trying to figure out how to uh, test the waters with a game. So my my mother, his grandmother, has asked, can she buy him Splatoon? Because oh. the uh, so cousins of my son, so my uh, my brother's kids adore splatoon she's saying <laughs> to the point where my my mom says like she's watching him play and it's just like non-stop like gut laughter and you know that you must all gaming dads don't know the kind where the kid is just like rolling on the floor you know like bouncing a character off a wall and just rolling on the floor yeah again and again so it's just that like guttural like ama- this is the greatest thing ever uh, apparently as my nephews play the, and niece play this game it's just that it's nothing but joy and laughter and like just fantastic. So she's wondering, would your son like mm-hmm. this game? And my question is like, huh, 
will my son like this game? <laughs> that's like, because that's an $80 Nintendo tax decision, like bet to make. Have you yes, ever had any success, like preemptively finding, like just doing your research and like in some sneaky manner, finding out if your kid's going to, you know, enjoy a game or not? Like, have you had, do you have any methods for me to figure out how, if my kid's going to like this game or not? So the the method I'm deploying right now, hmm. because my eight year old is turning nine in a couple weeks, um, wants a Pokemon game, of course. Mm-hmm. But which Pokemon game? And so I'm showing, it's like, you know, there's a lot. I'm showing Pokemon videos on YouTube. Be like, okay, this is Pokemon Arceus. This is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. This is because they're all similar ish, mm-hmm. but there's different mechanics to them. You ca- you can choose one. But it's ninety dollars for mm. the one, so you oh just have God. to make sure this is what you want. Ninety dollars. Right? So the videos, I think, give a good taste as long as mm. they kind of understand. But otherwise, there's nothing really much to do besides try and borrow it. But who does that anymore? I don't even know who trades games that See, way. I know, and it's like we could always, in our world, we could just go to the rental store and. What's you know, that, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> What's this silliness? <laughs> they is that games a, in one store that you could just take? Is that the name of a vape pen? It's like, go to your room, son. <laughs> <laughs> but it, there's such a loss on that thing because there is yeah. no good, legitimate way to test out a game besides, yeah, I guess, I guess it's YouTube, man. Just like YouTube videos. I don't really particularly have any other way because I don't think Nintendo does a lot of demos. There's very, I've very occasionally have seen free weekends. Yes, yes. But the thought that that's going to line up, like, to this <laughs> In your perfect close seg- window, yeah, yeah, and to my yeah. very tiny window before his birthday to be able to inform his grandmother whether or not it's a good gift or not. You do have Nintendo Online too, right? Yes, we got that. Oh, okay, all right. So you'll have to, yeah, maybe yeah, you get a free trial too that way. I, I'm not sure what Nintendo does anymore. I'll check it. Out. I was just curious if like the the video was an option. I get borrowing from friends, but at this point, he doesn't have any really. Uh, gaming buddies that i can kind of message necessarily so can you yank it away from your niece and nephews yeah. you're like right free weekend for you guys but that's like a six hour drive so that's like <laughs> at yeah, the price of Sex. gas that's, i mean come on that's like a six hundred dollar trip with the price of gas at the moment so, like, the numbers <laughs> the game, don't, don't game quite price match. just went up they just yeah. went up a little bit more just to test this out uh so we'll see hey again as we always like to call out if any gaming dads have a tip for how i might seed the idea of this game with my son i would appreciate it reaching out to us but with that i think we will wrap it up there for the week everybody thank you so much for listening this has been new dad gaming uh, if you want to get a hold of us you can find us at our website if uh, you'd like to get a hold of me for the uh, book review again if you'd uh, if i can send you a copy of the book and i can get your review on it i would be eternally grateful for it so you can reach out to us if you have game tips on how i can get a a review copy for my son to check out Splatoon or what's a good way for him to learn about it if you have any Elden Ring tips for Jeff on how to survive and not get laughed at by his sons <laughs> yes please <laughs> if you have thoughts on the PlayStation streaming service all of the above as we say each week one of the best parts of this show is interacting with other gaming dads and sharing the journey so we'd love to hear from you newdadgaming.com or on Twitter at newdadgaming if you, if you like the show and you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on all the major podcasting networks. So we're looking at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where you get your podcast, just search for New Dad Gaming. 
if you can help us out a bunch beyond my other begging for the book reviews, but <laughs> what really helps out the show itself is a subscription, a like, and a review. Helps boost the signal and get it out to as many gaming dads as possible. Everybody, once again, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. My name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and lost an Elden Ring. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. You'll get through it. <laughs> and if not, you're going to really have your kids enjoy it. That's because right. Because rem- <laughs> remember, just because you became a dad doesn't mean it's game over.